Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different. Different. This is NOCO FM. Don't forget the lube is meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Don't Forget the Lube, the show where two queeros talk sex and sexuality. It's your boy KevCat. It's JoJo. And we just made the crispest, cleanest sounds with our cans. And guess what? You'll never get to hear them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the worst. (laughs) Okay. How's your day going? Going pretty good. Um, surprisingly, not all that hungover today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You want to tell our listeners what we did yesterday? Yesterday was my bachelorette party and my fiance's bachelor party. And, and it was fucking lit. Okay, it, it was started at noon and I was there. Like, <laughs> she was like, oh, hey, we're at a breakfast eatery place. We're all ordering alcoholic drinks. Yes, it is noon. Yes, we're, I'm having a margarita. I was blackout drunk by 8 p.m. That's amazing. I know. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I had to work that night, so I mm. stopped drinking around 6. Well, oh, that's pretty shit. good. All right. <laughs> you, you okay there, KevCat? Yeah, the <laughs> system started freaking out. Anyway, you were saying about <coughs> being blackout drunk? Yeah. So that was fun. I got drunk with my mother-in-law which was super fucking awesome she was great she is the best i hit the freaking jackpots with mother-in-laws she made her own bloody mary and she got pickles and bacon in it that bacon looked so weird that bacon was so bad because she took a bite of it and she was like oh god this is the worst thing in the world and i was like i'll eat it no problem oh god no it's like if you asked an alien what they think bacon tastes like based off of like writings and then they also were like mm, i hate <laughs> humans so we're gonna make this taste just a little bit bad it'd be like um like those uh bacon doggy treats Mm-hmm. i mean i'm vegetarian but you know they were crispy old bacon strips it was so bad i was like why this is torture we're in guantanamo bay and this is human torture no one should be allowed to fucking feed people this shit i am (laughs) so tired i had such a good time we painted our faces yeah war paint war paint it was sick i had just dyed my hair like electric red and uh it looks great by the way thank you so much (laughs) i i definitely need to touch up my hair yeah but you're getting married soon so you gotta do that uh yeah so my wedding day (laughs) the ceremony starts at seven Uh uh-huh i gotta be up at nine me and my fiance because we still need to go get flowers (laughs) oh god we need to get cameras we need to get him a mask oh yeah uh so (laughs) he's wearing a mask that looks like a crow me 
And um, it's really funny because there's an old fable about a fox and a crow. Oh god! It's not romantic in any way. It's I didn't actually think it was kind of bad. Yeah. yeah, the fox is like a trickster and the crow is like a liar. <laughs> but it's funny too because uh, the fox is represented as male, and the crow is represented as female, and it's kind of the other way around. Because yeah. I'm super like I'm wearing my fox tail now. Yes, and my fox hoodie. Yes, this and is what you wore yesterday. My too. fox socks. <laughs> You're cute as shit. I try. Fuck, I'm tired. Okay. So, I got an Uber here. Yes. And the Uber driver, super fucking rad. Yeah? Yeah. He was super nice. We just talked about drugs. I was holding two cans of beer in my lap. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, by Um, the way. It is totally not one o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it is fine. totally an acceptable time to drink, which would be three o'clock. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with eleven a.m., but you know that's just me. <laughs> I'm a functioning alcoholic. Um, Whoa. <laughs> no, but you know it. It was really nice because a lot of the times I feel like Uber drivers can be very weird, especially towards you know like females. Yeah. <laughs> like when I was working in the sex shop. Um, I got an Uber to work, and it was, like, an older guy that was the driver, and he was asking me, like, what I did for a living, and I was like, well, you know, I work at a lingerie boutique shop that also has sex toys, (laughs) and he went quiet, turns, looks at me, touches my hand, and says, you know, you're a very pretty girl, and I was like, oh, did he really? He did. I was just like, no. I was, like, about ready to barrel out of the moving car (laughs) fucking understandable holy shit but you know and that's crazy too because like a lot of women have reported like their uber drivers like trying to make advances on them and you know because i guess like the way uber drivers are hired their background check isn't that like extensive extensive yeah so a lot of the times like you know any old creep could be like oh yeah i have a clean record like let me be an uber driver and then like attack women and that's terrifying yeah which is why lyft is better oh yeah i love lyft yeah lyft (laughs) like has more extensive background checks um i did have an uber driver that when i in our past episodes you can kind of hear it i lost my voice and there was a point where it was just fucking gone like i i could not fucking talk jojo remember that um, I got into the Uber and the guy was like, so, uh, what's wrong with your voice? You know, having too much fun on the weekends. And I was like, oh, well, you know, it was my birthday <laughs> and you got riggedy, riggedy, I wrecked. got riggedy, riggedy, wrecked, and I was having <laughs> a good time. And he was like, well, you know, your voice is really sexy. And uh, I was like, uh, I was know- literally in the car like, thanks sir like my voice is not fucking working and like i've said in other episodes there's a way to be tactful when you're trying to compliment somebody like instead of being like oh your voice sounds hot you could be like well you know it the raspiness comes off as like attractive or i don't know but there's just there's there's a difference between (laughs) creepy and being complimentive like there's a difference between saying wow that's a cute shirt and hey your tits look good like that yeah yeah, like, like especially from a stranger, you got to be careful when you're just shouting things at people. Yeah, and that's like something te- that's terrifying too. Is like, you know, we're told like don't don't react to sexual harassment when like a dude's like, oh, nice ass. 
But there are, like, reports of these men, like, being ignored and then, like, stalking these girls. Like, yeah. following them around the block because the chick wasn't like, oh, thanks. It's very hard to win in those situations because you have to either be, like, you have to be the one that has to read the mind in the situation, apparently. In order for you to be safe and okay in the situation that you are, you have to be the one that says, okay, this guy is going to react poorly if I do this. But that shouldn't, that responsibility should not fall on the person who's just trying to go to work or the person who's just walking to a restaurant during their break. Yeah. That is not your responsibility to make sure everybody else behaves like a fucking adult. Like, just be a decent human being. And I I don't... (laughs) I shouldn't have to cater to the needs of someone I've never met before yeah. because they decided that they wanted to spend their time on me or yell something at me. That's not my fault. That's not my business. No. Okay. So the thing I hate the most is when dudes tell me to smile. Oh my God. You'd be a lot prettier if you smiled. I've also had random dudes be like, wow, you'd be so much more attractive without all that metal in your face. I'm like, oh, you'd be so much more attractive if you weren't an asshole. <laughs> you'd be so much more attractive if that wasn't your face. Go <laughs> yeah. away. Like, you're going to tell me that I'm pretty, but also tell me that I could be prettier by not looking like myself. Right. What? <laughs> like, I don't. I'm fucking, you know I love Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I don't know her name. I can't, I don't know how to pronounce it. Uh, But she has a line in her song, Crown, Mm -hmm. uh, that goes, um, it says, you say, come over, baby. I think you're pretty. And then she says, I'm okay. I'm not your baby. If you think I'm pretty, you should see me in a crown. And I think that shit's so cool. I love that. I love that line. (laughs) Like, that line is so good. She's like, yeah, I'm good, but I'm badass as shit. So, like, yeah, I wish that was a more accepted response to shit like that. There, you know. Yeah. There was one time... I was, like, walking downtown, walking, like, to a bar, and some dude, like, hollered at me, you know, like, nice ass or sweet tits or whatever. And I turned around and was like, my girlfriend's dick is bigger than yours, bro. And kept walking. Me. (laughs) He was just Ah. like, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, does it not feel so nice when people shout things at you? Oh. oh my god that video of that girl walking through uh new york i don't know if it was staged or not oh but it's god. still my fucking favorite video <laughs> i made it to new york hey lady shut the fuck up oh no not that one. Oh, i was talking about the non-silent walking through new york one where she's just in like jeans and a jacket and a oh, t-shirt yeah and, and like, she's just walking are- through and every time someone yells something at her she says something back so when this guy said like Hey, mommy was good. And she goes, son, you know, actually, I have a thing for being called mommy. Do you? uh," And she's like getting really creepy about it. She's like, no, wait, come back. And he like (laughs) runs away. And there was one guy that um, like started walking with her and he just walked next to her for like five minutes. (gasps) It was super creepy. And she finally said like, are you just going to walk with me? Because I mean, like walking seems good for you. You could maybe use a weight like some weight or whatever get into better like shape lose some weight yeah i don't know if she said specifically lose some weight but she said something along the lines of that and he said like are you calling me fat you fucking bitch after he was like like stalking her stalking her, her. yeah so i don't know but that video was kind of cool because she was just like no i'm not gonna take this shit anymore 
Yeah. Well, we shouldn't have to. Like, we really shouldn't. That's like, (laughs) I should be able to walk from like a bar to like my friend's house at night on a Friday and not have to be like, oh God, is tonight going to be the night I get attacked? Right. Like, it's fucking shitty. (laughs) And yeah, the thing is, like, when you're raised, when you're raised as a woman, you are raised. For me personally, I'm sure that there are some people out there who don't raise their children like this, but to think like, okay, don't walk with your headphones on, don't have your hood up at night, don't blah, blah, blah. And there's like this whole guide laden of things. And it's like, if you're confronted by a dude, stay quiet, play into him. Like, you know, don't like sometimes stand up for yourself, sometimes don't. That's the hardest part is like, because... When you're put in a situation where your life is being threatened or your livelihood is being threatened, then there are actually three responses, fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. And when people freeze, it's used against them. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you do anything? Why didn't you react? You had the time. That doesn't... Yeah, we're told... When you physically can't move because you're fucking terrified. Absolutely. Yeah, we're told, you know, like you said, we're... Like, I was also personally raised with, like... I think I was seven years old and my mom sat me down. She was like, listen, you can't wear dresses that are too short. You don't talk to like older dudes, you know, just like putting out these guidelines for me. And I was just like, why? And she was like, because they want to hurt you. And I was like, they don't even know me. I'm seven. (laughs) What? (laughs) That's the thing. Like, I actually grew up in a house like that, too, where my um, one of my guardians said that I wasn't allowed to wear certain shorts around the house when certain people were over. Yep. Which I thought was insane when I got older. I was like, what kind of people were at the house if they were going, if they couldn't control themselves around a 12-year-old girl in shorts? Yeah, absolutely. Like, who are you putting your around your children that they can't wear the clothes that they wear normally or that they want to wear? It's hot outside. I'm going to wear short shorts. I'm skinny and small. Yeah. Like that's what uh, that's what fits me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you want from me? But it's insane that like you see posts on Facebook and stuff like that where it's like if my man ever said that my girl was being too provo- provocative, I'd make her change and it's like get him the fuck out of the house. Like get him away from your fucking child if he's yeah. acting like this is a sexual thing. I had an ex-boyfriend. It was my first like serious boyfriend. <laughs> and um i had this really cute very punky plaids like dress and it was it was kind of short you know but i right. felt sexy in it i felt confident in it and i felt like a badass especially with like some fishnets under it well oh yeah you know and i'm like you know 15 at the time mm-hmm. and he came to pick me up from my house and i came outside and he had a friend with him and he looked at me and he was like uh, go change. And I was like, no, excuse me. And he was like, uh, we're going to be around my friends. So if you could look decent, that would be nice. And I was like, wow. Okay, you can leave. And he was like, what? And I was like, go away. Uh, I don't need you telling me what I can and cannot wear. <laughs> and uh, sister, fuck him. Yeah, I was just like, if you're that concerned about me wearing this dress around your friends, maybe you should reevaluate your friends. Yeah, maybe you should pick better friends, you <laughs> fucking dingus. What the yeah. fuck? That shit's fucked. Yeah, and then my mom like backed him up and she was like, "Well, you should you should probably look nicer." And I, I was like, "The only <laughs> the only way that that matters is if you are going to meet 
the people he works with and you are applying for a job there. That's the only way I can think that you should be dressing a specific way to impress people in yeah. his life. Like if I want to wear a thong fucking bikini to McDonald's, I'm going to wear a thong bikini to McDonald's. Fuck with me. <laughs> Fuck with me. <laughs> I would fucking do that. I have, I have, in fact, like one morning, uh, this person I was dating a while ago, uh, they were like, okay, I'll drive you to your family's uh, event after I'd spent the night at their place. And yeah. I was like, all right, let's get Starbucks first. And I get out of the car and they realize what I'm wearing, which is uh, psychedelic like swimming trunks and <laughs> a red bikini top with a green baggy tank top over it and flip flops. Did I mention it was January? Oh, my God. <laughs> and they were like, really? And I was like, did I stutter? And I just like strutted into Starbucks. Yes. I was like, this is what I'm wearing today. This, this is I why... feel confident. <laughs> this is why we're getting married, Kat. Mm. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. In like how many days? Not like that many. Five. Five days. Five days. Five days I'm marrying you. It'll be sick. And do you know what great. we should do at that marriage ceremony? Have strippers. Read the first question. <laughs> <laughs> Although strippers sound nice. Uh, I know. My fiance, I was like, can we have strippers at the bachelorette party? And he was like, what? No. And I'm like, okay, but hear me out. What if we did? <laughs> and he was just like, I, what'd you do? I forgot I had my headphones on. I was going to go sneak to get some water. <laughs> Sorry. All right. Would you like to hear the first question? Always and forever, my love. All right. This one comes from Reddit Anonymous. Or no. Scratch that. Comes from the Reddit user, The Cabbage Patch. <laughs> Me. <laughs> says i've masturbated every day essentially since i was like 12 and i barely feel orgasms anymore would stopping for a week or two alleviate this basically the title says it all i've masturbated to the point where i barely feel anything would stopping for a while bring these sensitivity orgasms back or have i screwed myself from satisfying sexual experience <laughs> ha so okay Side note, I was talking to my <laughs> friends the other day, and they were saying the way that you join the Illuminati is that you masturbate so much that you no longer have sexual desire, so that way everything in the world becomes clear to you because you're not spending time having sex or masturbating. And I don't know why, but that made me laugh so fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to you two girls. You know who I'm talking about. Uh, <laughs> but um, so when... I was taking sex ed in, like, you know, sixth grade or whatever. Barely glossed over masturbation, you know, because they were trying to teach the whole, like, abstinence thing. But the point that we did land on with masturbation was if you do it too much, you will completely kill the nerve endings down there. Not true. No. Not true at all. And I was terrified to use a vibrator for the first time because I was like, well, this feels good now, but... If I continue to use this, I'm, I'm not going to be able to feel anything anymore. It's terrified. Terrified. Yeah. <laughs> and then I used a vibrator and I'm not going back. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Like if you just stop like even just for like a week. Right. You know. And I don't. It doesn't specify if this person is 
male or female. It doesn't. So if as it's far a female as... using a vibrator, try using just your fingers. Yeah, you could. The thing is, like, you can grow accustomed to certain forms of stimulation and then you can take a break from them and then you will become more sensitive to them later. Yeah. You can do that. Um, also, just to clarify, just because you're desensitized to a certain form of stimulation does not mean you're desensitized to all forms of stimulation. Right. Like, there's a difference between being fingered, eaten out, using a vibrator, fingering yourself, getting fucked, like, all kinds of different... Yeah. Different stimulations that can feel great and not take away from anything else, basically. Chug your beer. For sure. What? Chug your beer. Chug it. Chug it. (laughs) Chug it. Chug. Did I Don't chug it. Don't chug it. Did I mention I have shotgunned beers with my mother-in-law on Thanksgiving? Good. <laughs> it was the fucking best. Quality content. This is it what was, I needed. It was prime bonding. She was like, prime. let's shotgun a beer. And she stabs a hole in her beer. I'm like, oh, fuck. I guess so. Okay. <laughs> I bet, Becky. Let's go. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> me meeting my mother-in-law. Okay, so yeah, uh, yeah, taking a break is a great option. Trying different forms of lubrication, you can try uh, clitoral stimulants or penile stimulants. Yeah, there are gels. We have one called Love Button that's like made by Earthly Bound, which I like a lot. Um, just I would brand. also recommend like trying different locations. Like maybe do it in the shower, in the car, in the car, in a chair, in a box with a fox. Oh, don't don't masturbate in front of the fox. What did he ever do to you? <laughs> will you masturbate, Sam? I am. I will not masturbate, Sam. I am. I will not masturbate with a hand. <laughs> I hated that. That joke. is my favorite line <sighs> of all of the things said on this fucking podcast. That was my favorite. <laughs> I hated it. God, that was so bad. Oh okay. my god. Do they do they make ham sex toys? Can I get you a ham butt plug for Christmas? Hold the fuck up. <laughs> Hang on. We're finding out today on this podcast right now in fucking audio central ham sex toys. You've heard it here first, folks. There's something called brisk and ham. Up. Oh. It's a song on SoundCloud. Let's <laughs> let me see. Let me go images or shopping. Let's see on shopping. <laughs> so there's two pigs mating. So it's two pigs fucking. And that's not a sex toy though. Oh, no. What oh, the no. fuck is a ham boner? <laughs> what the fuck is a ham boner? Ham boner? It's a food equipment. Oh, it bones. Like it takes the bones <laughs> out of ham. I was like, what the fuck is a ham boner? Ham themed <laughs> sex toy. I mean, Give me what I want, Google. I mean, there is like a little butt plug that's got a pigtail on it. Is that, does that count? It has given me a pig's cosplay, <laughs> which is alarming. Is it like a furry suit? But a pig? It just gave me a strap on. Can I fuck myself with a ham? <laughs> oh my god, there's an eggplant emoji vibrator. Yep, super into that. Me too. <laughs> I <would> fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'm not see. Oh, oh god, no. Oh no, is it bad? It's a BDSM mask that looks like fucking something out of Donnie Darko. 
I'm scarred for life now. Oh my god, it got worse! Oh no! That one's kind of cool. The, the outfit's good. The mask is fucking off-putting as shit. I don't know. I would wear a creepy bunny mask. Yeah, how creepy bunny are we talking here? Like, this looks like something out of a murder thing. Yeah. See, if you go with, like, a Donnie Darko version of the bunny mask, people are going to be like, oh, okay, that's pretty cool. You got to go, like, basic, like, 1920s Easter bunny costume. Like, they're genuinely trying, but it's just the most horrifying thing. Yes. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure everybody got the same image in their head as I said those words, so that makes me happy. (laughs) I'm sorry, but there's Despicable Me sex toys. You can fuck a minion. Oh no! Why would anyone and want I, that? I just wanna. Like, I'm not kink shaming, but it's I a am. minion. Does I'm it even have shaming. gender? This is the first time I'm going to condone kink shaming on this podcast. <laughs> Don't fuck a minion. Do I have to say that? Like, do they even have genitals? No, they got mouths. Oh, <gasps> and a small amount of teeth. Oh no. <laughs> and okay. they're, they're pretty small if you know what I'm saying <laughs> well I hated every second of that and I kind of want to die how about you you kind of want to die every episode though I mean you're not wrong <laughs> hi welcome I have depression <laughs> what do you want from me I have mental illness <laughs> welcome to my podcast I'm not mentally healthy <laughs> I drink oh. so I can function. Oh my god, we're making this so sad. <laughs> I want to. I want to say most of this is fake. You know, I'm sure most of our listeners are like relatable. Oh god, <laughs> I might cut that out. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, so, JoJo. Yeah. Do you want to suck my dick? Oh, that would be so great. Or could do you I want please, me to pee Daddy? On you? Ugh. Thank you for that. You're I welcome. know it hurt you I to say it, but did. I appreciate the effort. I could feel my soul cringe <laughs> as I did it. I loved it. I was <laughs> here for the whole thing. I thought it was so good. I gotta pee. JoJo's gotta suck my dick after I pee. <laughs> I mean, if you could wash it off, that would be nice. I'll do my best. Kay. Here's a quick word from our sponsors. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hey there, this is Charles with Talking World, Noko FM's bi-weekly D&D show where myself and three other players play Dungeons & Dragons. You can listen to Talking Roll every other Saturday night at 7pm first on Noko.fm or Sunday mornings wherever podcasts are found. Scotty, Sid, yeah. I want you guys to jump into your app and I want you guys to give the first insult that you have. You lily-livered grotty dunce. You taint-gargling sleazy boner waffle. You elfskin squealing hellspawn! You twat snorting drooling bukaki zombie! Vile guts gripping joker! Dick slapping lubricated shark junkie! Deafening brainless clackdish! Twat groping racist shit weasel! You large unkempt cow! You flat polishing creepy pussy zipper! Glabby absurd cutters! Hey 
Hey there, I'm Kepcat and I host No Code Radio, the weekly hour-long show dedicated to spotlighting musicians within the LGBTQIA community. You can listen to the show every Friday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at NoCo FM. That's N-O-C-O dot F-M. I am your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, and you can catch me on Corbin vs. the World as I bring you the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow while saving the world for you and everyone you know every Friday at 6 o'clock Mountain Time on NOCO FM. Hey friends, this is Charles with NOCO FM, the podcast network and streaming radio station dedicated to creating diverse shows just like this one and the numerous others that we help produce. We hope you'll consider becoming a supporter on Patreon, which helps us pay our hosts, produce more shows, and allows us to give back to nonprofits in Northern Colorado. Not only do you become part of our community, but giving also gets you access to an incredible selection of exclusive content from all of our creators, starting at just $2 a month. To get started now, just visit noco.fm slash patron and sign up. Once again, that's n-o-c-o dot f-m slash patron. Hope you have a fantastic start to 2019. We've got some big things coming your way. Now, back to the show. Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Rock your body. That Backstreet Boys song comes on, like, at the radio at work. Yeah. And every single time, I fucking do the... I do the dance move every time the fucking song goes on. I'm like... And I hate it. Like, it's, like, ingrained. It's, like, I can't help it. You can't. It's, like, mind control, basically. I feel like Backstreet Boys was the government's first try at mind control. And it was successful, but they thought it was too powerful. They were like, these men... (laughs) They can control too many people. And that's why they broke up Backstreet Boys. That is that is why it no longer became a thing. Also, what's the difference between NSYNC and Backstreet Boys? Justin Timberlake. Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't know. I, w- I genuinely thought they were the same band. I did not know. Yeah, Justin Timberlake had his like ramen hair back then. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be me. Yeah. That's like, he was the only one to be successful after Backstreet Boys. <laughs> poor dude. I mean, poor rest of the band. Like, poor guys. That's got to blow. Do you remember when, like, every 90s dude, though, that had blonde hair had, like, this sweepy, like, long bangs thing going on? Me. Where it was, like, perfectly parted down the middle, but somehow they got him to do this whoop. Yeah, like the anime bang style. Yeah. Yeah. It was, like, pointed. When I was I don't a kid, know. when I was a kid, I wanted that hairstyle. I was like, "Can I look like that, please? Please?" <laughs> that was me too. I had to fucking fight with my mom to get her to let me get a pixie cut in freshman year of high school. Aww. And what happened is, uh, she was like joking around, and she cut my hair a lot, and she cut me some really bad bangs. And she was oh, like, that's "The worst." She was like, "Oh, that's perfect. There you go. Now you have like hair like this." And I was like, "Oh yeah. Can I get a pixie cut?" And she was like, "You're gonna hate a pixie cut." So I was like, "Oh, interesting." And I grabbed the scissors and I fucked my hair up more. And she was like, "Not now. I gotta go take you to get your hair cut." And I was like, "Good. I want a pixie cut." And <laughs> I got it, and I looked fucking bomb with it, and I loved it. Hell yeah. And um, then from there, I kept that pixie cut for like a year, and then I shaved my head. Which is an interesting thing to do in Oklahoma. 
Oh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. <laughs> so then I grew my mohawk out from then and the rest is history. Nice. Yeah, so I've had this haircut since sophomore year of high school. Hell yeah. I just kind of grown it out and cut it short, but yeah. Well, since this isn't a hair podcast, it's a sex podcast. You want to read me the second question, boo-boo? Are you, like, are you attacking me because I wanted to talk about my hair? Yes, that was my entire intention. How fucking dare you. I'm a sadist. Ah. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm a giant masochist. That's why I'm covered in bruises. That's true. <laughs> um, boyfriend unable to get me off. That's from Bruised Roses on Reddit. So we've been together a while. I'm very sex positive person. And I've struggled with orgasms in the back for the bulk of the beginning of the relationship. In the back? Maybe in the booty? Why would you get an orgasm from your butt? Unless you were a man. No, you can you can have an orgasm from your butt as oh. a female. Yeah. Cool. Because, yeah, it kind of rubs. It. I don't know. I, I, I'm not into butt stuff, but I know women can get off through butt stuff. Okay. <laughs> if I was taking too long to get off, I'd fake or ask him to stop, etc. Or focus on him. And I've kind of gotten over that because I want an orgasm from him. And he's all confused about why it's taking longer and getting frustrated about it. It's causing problems because I can't orgasm. And he has issues with giving me oral and not and just touching me in general. Wait, hold That's on. What? what? <laughs> Sex still feels amazing, but it's like a buildup than a cutoff. And when we do focus on me and giving me an orgasm, I panic and tense and lose my orgasm right at the peak. And then I get frustrated. I don't know what to do. Help. What? He won't. He. What? So, I mean, there could be just like maybe a sensory issue with like touching somebody else. I don't know. I've been with. Hmm. I've. I've had people in the past be, like, wanting to have sex with me, but then they're like, if you could avoid touching me as much as possible, and I'm I've like... I've done that. Okay, well, sure. <laughs> but they um, made it clear they want to be touched, and their yeah. partner doesn't want to touch them, which is interesting. That's, that sounds like they're just not into you. Yeah. Which is um, sad. You know, and there should be no need to be frustrated during sex. You know, if it takes your partner longer to get off, then, you know, like, try different things. Maybe, you know, Take a break, go make them a sandwich, and then come back once you're feeling better. Yeah. You know, there should be no point in time where, like, yeah, sex is not stressful. (laughs) Or at least it shouldn't be. And it doesn't have to be, like, a choreographed down to the second, like, thing. You should be able to just take it as you can. Yeah. You know, be able to say okay, today I'm feeling this. What you're doing right now doesn't feel good and I'm getting very frustrated. What if we stopped just for a minute, recuperated, and then came back with stronger efforts or some shit like that? Yeah. I'm all about bringing toys into the bedroom. Of course. Like, you know, and it doesn't even have to be like a big toy. Like, you can get like a little bullet vibrator, um, get a cock ring that has the vibrator on it. Like, there's so many alternatives. And I think... You know, I've had moments where, like, I've been really stressed out because of, like, the day that I had. And then, like, having sex, I wasn't able to orgasm because I was, like, I'm just so stressed out. So I I feel that, like, being, like, oh, it's the build-up, build-up, and nothing. Right. (laughs) You know, and that can be, like, that can take a toll on your mental health as well. Yeah. You know, but definitely just, like, don't overthink it. Right. (laughs) You know, 
it's it's fine like shit happens and maybe you're just having a dry spell you know right yeah and there's a response on this question that's uh by yeah that's not cool that doesn't seem fair that doesn't seem cool don't be a selfish lover be a giving lover lover giving lover because then you get giving back like that's yeah great surprise when you put effort into your partner your partner's gonna put effort into you <laughs> surprise. that sounded like a sex thing which is fine um, <laughs> i might be delirious <laughs> you're fine i'm fucking exhausted but For kate i don't have to be fully awake and functioning to know that this is fucked on one way or another this is not adding up you need there's obviously something else going on. I think this person needs with, to masturbate. Yeah. And see like what feels good when they touch themselves and what feels good when their partner touches them. Yeah. If they can fucking get their partner to touch them. <laughs> For real. Insane. Yeah, that's just that's so weird to me. Like why would you not want to touch your partner? Yeah, I the thing is like I have such <laughs> a thing for touching my partner. I have such a thing for making my partners feel good. I don't understand the not wanting to touch someone. Yeah. It's very... I mean, okay. Unless they're asexual, that I get. That I totally get. If you just have no sexual attraction and you can't, you know, get into touching someone else, that's fine. But you need to tell your partner that. There needs to be open communication. Like, that should be one of the first things you talk about. Yeah. That doesn't sound like what this is because he still gets off. Yeah. And Hmm. they still try to have sex all the time. Yeah, this this person's just being a douche. Yeah, it sounds like a douche. I know I'm <laughs> focusing on the partner more than the actual question, but that's because it's just bugging me so much. Yeah, no, I feel that. I just... um, <sighs> But I like your idea with masturbation, though, because, yeah. like, you know, how can you tell your partner what you want if you don't if know you what don't. you want? Like, I am a very talkative person, and I'm very talkative in the bedroom. <laughs> mm. um, <clears throat> I'm all about, like, I like directing... <laughs> I guess directing isn't a great word to use, but I'm all about, like, touch me here, bite me here. That's um, good, though. Go faster, go slower. Because then you get what you want out of it, and your partner doesn't have to guess what's on your mind. You can just say, like, hey, it'd be really cool if, you know, you just flipped me over and took me like the bitch I am. Yeah. I'm also very communicative when I'm like, oh, this feels good, or too deep, too much. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, I'm very... Like, because that's nice for your partner to hear, too, is, like, when you're, like, oh, my God, this feels amazing. Yeah. And they're, like, yeah, do a good job. (laughs) Yeah, and that usually encourages them to do more and, like, make sure you feel good. It's, like, positive incentive, basically. And that's why, that's what I fucking strive for. If I can make, regardless if my partner is feminine. (laughs) Are you okay? (laughs) A dust particle just flew in my nose. And it was not great. We're just dying today. <laughs> Both of us are just not doing great. Just riding that struggle bus all the Fuck. way down. All the way down. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's like positive incentives. That that makes them yeah. feel more accomplished and like they're doing something right. And when someone feels like they're doing something right and they're being positively rewarded for that, they're more likely to try harder to do more better things so that you'll make more noise or you'll tell them more, oh, my God, that feels so good. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Um, and about the oral thing, like, yeah. I am very big on if I go down on you, like, you should at least reciprocate at some point. Yeah, <laughs> like, same. Um, I'm very weird about people 
uh, performing oral on me. Yeah. But... I, I do get, like, stressed out. I know we talked in a previous episode about, like, taste and smell and, like, you know, things you can do about that. But, right. you know, I do get that stressful, like, oh, God, am I going to taste okay today kind of thing. But I still like having my stuff licked. Right. Who doesn't? <laughs> That's the thing. Who doesn't? <laughs> Okay, there are people who don't, but... And that's fine. Yeah, that's totally fine. But for the majority of people, tongues on your genitals is fucking awesome. Yeah. So, like... <laughs> yep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, that reminds me of a joke uh, that I read, and it was like, dudes are... When dudes think about, like, vaginas having teeth, they're like, oh, God, that's horrifying. But, but they'll they, ask for a blowjob. They still like blowjobs. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? That's just a... Vagina with teeth, basically, in that case. I am going to drink this water. Okay. Did you know that um, the skin on the inside of the mouth is actually um, similar to the skin on your genitals? Nice. Yeah. So it is a vagina with teeth. Weird to think of my mouth like that. I put food in there. That is weird. I mean, (laughs) you suck dick. Yeah. Or eat vagina. Both. Both is good. Yeah, both is good. I feel that. <laughs> so I'm fine with that. <laughs> hey, are you a finger guns kind of bisexual or a thumbs up? Oh my god, Both. fucking that's on our that's on our Instagram page. <laughs> and that made me laugh so hard. I was like, this is fucking hilarious. <laughs> the most bisexual thing I'd ever read. It's it's good. It's, it's good to see us being represented. I just realized I asked a lot of bisexuals to choose between <laughs> That's me. Same. Speaking of bisexuals, can I just say how awesome this show, The Good Place, is? Okay, I'm gonna. What is that? So, The Good Place is a show that uh, basically the premise is this girl dies. Her name is Eleanor Shellstrap. Oh, I have seen this. Yes. Yeah. So she dies and she wakes up and he's like, you're dead, but it's okay because you're in the good place. And she's like, fuck yeah and then he's reading all the things she's done with her life and she's like that's not me and she has to like try and figure out how to stay in the good place oh shit so it's a really fucking cool show but the thing i like about her is that she is actually a bisexual oh uh like character but they don't do it in a way that's like in your face about it or is it like ostracizing like making it feel like forced they don't make it feel forced. That's the nice. thing. Like, it's not like, oh, everybody, look at the bisexual woman. Oh, it's very clearly the only thing that's important about her. Because it's not. Yeah. It's really cool how they do it. Um, she, like, she is freaking out. And then she is like, we are more than just, like, a self-absorbed piece of shit. And she's talking about herself. Uh, bookworm. She's talking about Chidi. Uh, the dumbest person on the planet. And she's talking about Jason. And then she's like, and... A self-absorbed aristocrat with legs for days. I might legit be into Tahani. Like, she was, like, <laughs> talking about how she just thinks Tahani's the hottest fucking person on the planet. But she has a relationship with a man in the show. Oh. So, that's it's pretty really fucking nice. cool. Yeah. Yeah, the way they depict it is really, really rad. And that's really cool, too, because you don't see that a whole lot. Because, no. so, you know, I'm I'm pansexual. Right. But sometimes it's easier just to tell people that I'm bisexual, you know, because I fucking hate the whole, oh, you're into cookware jokes? Like, oh suck my dick. Oh, my God. Just, just 
don't. If you think about doing that to a pansexual person when they tell you they're pansexual, just don't. Know that you are not it's the not first funny. person that made that fucking joke. You're not funny. You're not original. I'm sorry, Dad. <laughs> I'm calling you out. That's what my fucking dad did. <laughs> he was like, oh, better hide the fucking cooking where Kev Cat's home. And I'm like, uh, like huh. It's so funny. What a funny joke. I've never <laughs> heard it before. You're hilarious and original. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really nice to see a good representation because I, I personally have experienced a lot of backlash from both the straight community and the gay community. Yeah. Um, I was flirting with a girl one time. And she was like, yeah, it's really nice to like meet on another like-minded lesbian. And I was like, oh, well, I'm bisexual. And she was like, oh. And like instantly turned off. She was just like, oh, so you'll fuck anything that moves? And I'm like, wow, hurtful. <laughs> I actually remember when you told me this. You yeah. were like, it was the day after it happened. And you were like, really hurt. Like, it really hurt your feelings. Yeah, and I was really sucked. pissed. I wanted to find this chick and be like, are you fucking kidding me? You know, like the biggest thing i've gotten from like straight dudes about me being like pan or bi is like oh so you're into threesomes like no i did not say that (laughs) i might be open to it if i'm in a committed relationship and my partner and i have talked about it but (laughs) right and that's a that's that's the main difference like like mm, we it's really hard and not a lot of people pay attention to the biphobia right and it gets kind of glossed over when you're talking about like homophobia and you know transphobia and stuff and people are just kind of like uh, i guess bisexuals are people too luckily <laughs> luckily it's less of a problem recently it's still yeah. a problem no absolutely but it's like more people are getting called out for it like no the fucking bios that say shit like no fatties no bias no bisexuals no none of no black guys no white guys it's fucked It's fucked and it's getting called out, which I'm really glad about. You know, and that's something, too, is, like, if you overhear a person, whether it's a family member, a friend, a complete stranger, you know, regardless of who's around, and you hear something that's, like, a homophobic slur or a transphobic slur or a racist slur, like, anything like that. Call it out. Yeah. Don't, like, don't just do it when it's happening to somebody. Do it constantly when you're, you know, buddies, like, making a racist joke. And he's like, or a rape joke. Be like, that's not fucking cool. But, okay, (laughs) one side note to that. If you are in a situation where you feel like if you were to call it out that you would be in physical danger, that's fine. Like, not call it out. Yeah. That's okay. That's understandable. But if you're, like, with great Aunt Susan and she's like, man, all these fucking faggots, I apologize for the F word, uh, are running the fucking country into the ground, be like, all right, Susan, chill. You can't fucking talk like that. So, at my work (laughs) the other day, so... Tell me you have a coworker named Susan that's racist. (laughs) No. Damn it. But um, (laughs) so for those that don't know, I work in a cookie shop and we have a vegan gluten-free chocolate chip cookie that we sell. It's really good. We also have icing that we use that is completely vegan. And a woman came in and she was older, like maybe mid 40s or so. She comes in with a friend and she's asking me about like the cookie sandwich that we make with the icing in it. Right. She was like, what kind of icing is it? Is it like buttercream? And I was like, you know, I'm not really sure. All I know is it's vegan. She looks me dead in the eye, straight face and all, says, oh, those damn vegans are ruining everything. And I was just like, mm. 
what the fuck? And she was just like, wait, are you vegan? And I like, I'm vegetarian. But in the moment, I was like, yeah, I am. And she was like, oh, and I'm like, yeah. You know, the whole stereotype about people being like, don't worry if you'll know a vegan because they'll tell you right away, blah, blah, blah. Like vegans are fucking pretty chill for the most part. They just have dietary restrictions and they're going to be like, oh, I can't come to your barbecue unless you have something that's like vegan or blah, blah, blah. Like most of the time, the people being an asshole is the is like the meat eater. I understand. <laughs> the thing is, like, either way, the one being in the asshole and the one that people have problems with is the one that says, you can't eat that because I can't eat that. Right. That's the thing most people have issues with when it comes to, like, quote unquote vegans. They're talking yeah. about if somebody were to come to a party and be like, oh, you shouldn't eat meat. Like, no, and that's someone, totally fair. There, there's a difference between being like, hey, do you want to hear why I chose to be a vegan? And them saying yes, and then you explaining it, totally fine. If you are like, wow, you're eating chicken nuggets. I'm going to show you this video of these baby chickens being obliterated. Yeah, that's that's not cool. That's not cool. Like, you know, there's always going to be a group of assholes in every bunch. In every bunch. That's what <laughs> we were talking about with Lily the other day. Yeah. Is um, the ones that are the most seen are the ones that yell the loudest. Right. So. You know, but like in this situation, that woman was completely in the wrong. She had she was. no right or reason to say that. Like, just because you're in your 40s, Karen, doesn't mean you can just say stupid <laughs> shit. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> Damn millennials. They're killing the chicken nugget industry. They're killing the chicken industry. <laughs> That's how I imagine they talk. Could you imagine if we were actually like as millennials like getting together and we're like all right next next thing that's going out is uh homemade wooden furniture like we just pick out something that fucking day and we're just like fuck this thing in particular we're going to not buy it anymore yep it no one saw it like they're like oh millennials are killing blank industry by not buying it anymore is your volume on right now no that was yours <gasps> was that mine that was yours. You dick. I am a dick. No, the thing is they always say that millennials are killing certain industries by not buying them anymore. And they don't stop to think, maybe they're not buying them anymore because we can't fucking afford to. Yeah. Well, We're not getting paid enough. And I feel like we have better judgment when it comes to buying shit. Like, True. you know, I like the one of the most recent ones that I read, at least, was... Uh, Millennials are killing the diamond industry, and it's like, well, That's I don't want your, industry. I don't want your damn blood diamonds, right? <laughs> okay, and the thing is, diamonds aren't even okay. They're like a huge. I'm gonna get this wrong. Somebody can correct me on this. I'm just gonna be basically doing the Kevcat shortened version of the history of this. But basically, diamonds are useless. They're yeah. they're worthless. But because somebody told. They were like, hey, we have all these fucking things laying around. What if we told people that this is a sign of class and elegance and we made it seem like this is an expensive thing, something that's rare, even though it's not? Yeah. Well, what if we did that and we just, you know, made an industry for something that's not necessary? Same with the dairy industry. That shit is fully propaganda. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Not, like fucking the fact that. I can't remember if it's 50 or 75% of America, like humans can't digest dairy, but that's <laughs> such a common thing. Like everybody drinks Me. milk. You're weird if you don't. Like that's so fucking I will, I, I love will. cheese till the day I die. Oh yeah, cheese is good. Cheese is great. 
But the fact that I can't process cheese and there's a lot of different options for cheese. Yeah. It's dumb. It's dumb. That I will take dumb. my vanilla flavored nut juice any day. Thank you. <laughs> All I right. We juice. have gotten so far away from the original question. <laughs> Isn't that the point of the show, JoJo? Is to just go on weird tangents until eventually one of us just screams, All right, back to the subject. It's true. So, you ready for this third question? Mm, you know I am. <laughs> that wasn't right. even like a moan. I'm just tired. That was just like, I'm in pain moan. <laughs> All right. This one comes from user Crash J. Me. <laughs> Reasonable. It's like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. But J. But J. Big old question. Having trouble with penetration sex. Ooh. Ooh. So for context, my GF and I are both 18. We have had oh. great sexual experiences in the past, but every attempt at regular P and V sex has been unsuccessful. There are several things that I've noticed. First, condoms feel tight and weird, like it feels like they are squeezing me, but yet get loosened really easily. This might be a brand thing, but also if it helps, I'm uncircumcised if that will get better info. As for my girlfriend, I think her cervix, in parentheses it says, is that what it's called? <laughs> is just small or something. Oh, I can no. painlessly hour in two fingers. That, that was weirdly written. Put um, in two fingers is what I think you meant to say. Mm, yeah. Painlessly put in two fingers. Haven't tried three, but after a certain point with my dick, it just hurts. And I'm an average length, five and a half inches. Good for you. Okay. Good job, buddy. <laughs> but once the head is in, any more will just hurt her. We've done foreplay beforehand on each session, so I don't think it's the hymen. Uh, what can I do to make her experience better? Does she... She does so much for me, but I want to get past this roadblock. Uh, I'm just okay. going to say that, like, it's really nice to hear him more concerned about his female partner than, yeah. like, himself. Yeah. And that's the thing is, though, while, I, while you're reading that, one, it sounds like lube is necessary. Two, yeah. he should try a different brand of condoms because there's a bunch of different kinds out there. Some yeah. that are made specifically for men who are uncircumcised or people that are uncircumcised. No shit. Yeah. So That's he awesome. can actually go find condoms that will yeah. better fit. And that should be something he should do. Absolutely. Um, like, that's why I like how our sex shop does it, where you can grab one of different brands and just see which one is the best for you. Yeah. And then you can go get a bigger box. Um, but then as far as the cervix goes... I think he meant to say vaginal canal. Yeah, but he probably just didn't know one of his calls because, yeah, the like, cervix is a completely... If he's hitting the cervix each time, then she might need to go get checked out. Yeah. Like, if she hasn't had a pap smear yet, she's 18, she should. Absolutely. Uh, she should go get checked out. Um, prolapsed uh, uteruses and cervixes happen. That can make it painful. Maybe there's, like I said before, maybe there's not enough lubrication. Yeah. Maybe she's, there's there's a lot of things that could be happening here. And like, and I can definitely relate onto that girl's end because I have a very sh shallow uterus. Uh-huh. Um, uterus? Not uterus. Um, vaginal canal. <laughs> <laughs> if I, his penis is in your uterus, I have to be concerned. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but um, I have a very shallow vaginal canal, and my fiance has a lot of dick. Yeah. A lot of dick. And there are certain positions, like if I'm laying on my stomach, he can't go in too deep because he you will can't just bottom out. Ram, ram right into that cervix. And, and it, it hurts. That hurts. So bad. That hurts like a bitch. Um, I've heard. Yeah, it's the worst. But, you know, there are things that we do to get around that. Like sometimes instead of him going in super deep, I'll arch my back up. Mm-hmm. So that way, like, he can still, like, go in completely. But my shit's moved around. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Lubrication. Lube is uh, always a good option. I was going to say, because the way he was describing it, I thought he was a big boy. But average shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. No. And it's possible that she's just really small. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, that, that could be a thing. You know, vaginas come in all shapes and sizes. And, and they're all lovely yes. and beautiful and perfect. <laughs> as long as they're healthy. Yes. But yeah, I think that, you know, she should go get checked out. That was a really good, really good point you made. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because sex shouldn't hurt that much. Yeah. No. Definitely trying different positions. I am all for shower sex, too. Try it in the shower. Hey. I don't think that'll help, but do it anyway guess what jojo (laughs) what we have a special guest surprise guest surprise are you ready for our surprise guest so so okay give me a second i'm gonna go get her and then we're gonna have someone else's opinion on this okay and i believe we're all set up welcome to the show fox hi thank you glad to be here (laughs) we were not expecting you to be on the podcast but you know what we have a question we could use your input you got to say yes to life so let's do this all All right right. you want to give her a quick rundown yep so dude and his girlfriend are having trouble with uh penetrative sex it sounds like she's got a very shallow vaginal canal and he's having trouble being able to perform well he's having trouble having sex with her it's very painful for her every time they try to do penetrative sex he says yeah it just hurts every time uh he can get two fingers in no problem and it doesn't hurt uh what i was saying is she should go checked out get a pap smear see if everything's all right nothing's prolapsed and then he's also he is he's also average size like five and a half inches so not not terribly big uncircumcised he was saying condoms are uh, usually an issue for him, too tight and squeeze. I said try different condoms. So yeah, what's your input? What do you think? Well, my first instinct is to ask if she's being properly turned on. The vaginal canal expands um, because it's elastic when you're getting all the way turned on. Mm-hmm. So it might be the case that her body is not responding to what kind of stimulation they're currently using. So number one would be to see if you can get more expansion based on using different uh, foreplay techniques. After that, I would say probably trying some toys and seeing like what, where the problem is starting. So if mm-hmm. it's actually that she's not expanding lengthwise long enough, um, if there's no problem going sideways, it means she has enough plasticity in her body. Right. So it's going to, that's probably going to need like a doctor check out to see why it's not expanding um lengthwise because that is what's supposed to happen if you're properly turned on um because it's just the vagina is just very flexible that's how it's designed so it's a muscle that like stretches and expands and he does say they do foreplay at the beginning of the every session does make me think she might be gay they are 18 yeah that is a huge possibility 
Um, <laughs> that would suck for him. Like, he goes on Reddit and is like, what's wrong? Why can't I make my girlfriend feel good? And it's like, because she's not into dick. But you don't know that. So with the little information we have, I totally agree. JoJo was saying that it might just be a small vaginal canal. Uh, some women are smaller than others. Mm-hmm. That just yeah. kind of happens. Sometimes it's easier to hit the cervix than it is in other women. And that always hurts when that happens a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. it feels like a giant cramp. Yeah, no, it's really bad. I, I, I totally, have, yeah. I've had my cervix bruised before. <sighs> And that was the fucking worst. Yeah. Oh, that sounds <laughs> yeah, horrible. Some, and it wasn't even by a dick. Dude was just like ramming it way too hard with a toy. And I was like, stop, stop, stop. Ew, gross. <laughs> yeah, he was just being too aggressive. And I'm like, you need to calm down. You should have fought him. Battle is the answer to everything. Always. So last week we had a question. We did. Do you know what that question was? It was. What is your favorite non-sexual sexy thing about a person? And why don't we let Mrs. Fox answer that for us? Way to put me on the spot. I didn't get any time to prepare. Um, <laughs> Welcome to the fucking show. Let's see. <laughs> Pro- okay, well, I'm a very psychological person. So right. probably when people have the same like knowledge background as me and continue. Because I feel like a lot of times when I have conversations with people, I have like my certain background of knowledge and mm-hmm. um, that's really important to me as a person. And I feel like a lot of times like when I have conversations with people, I have to talk to them and then explain what it was I just said, like in layman's terms, mm-hmm. and then we can kind of go forwards. So it's really sexy to me when I can make a statement and then I don't have to explain it and they just go yeah but have you thought about that's I really like when that when they can match your I intellect yes. yeah that's really I, good I like the matching of intellect yeah cause you're a smart ass bitch you got like how many degrees like four Jesus <laughs> and how old are you I'm 21 yeah so. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, right? It's not what am I doing with my life? (laughs) Fucking right? Not me, so get on that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she fits in perfect. (laughs) Trying to fuck JoJo is 90% of the podcast. It's true. (laughs) Yeah, I like it. I like being on equal pairing with my partner. That always, it makes you feel good. I love that. That's really nice. I received one that kind of like caught me off guard. I wasn't expecting it. Somebody told me collarbones, like high collarbones. <gasps> oh yeah, no, and that's a like, thing for me too. Wow, like I love that when like bone structure. Because I'm an artist, yeah. So when I can see like bone structure, I'm like, hell, <laughs> hi. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like the same bone structure, you know, like that fucking weird the the ideal man, yeah, thing. No, it's like different, like striking features is what gets me. Yeah, mine was uh, eyes and smile. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like, yeah, like I said last episode, you got some sweet ass eyes, and you give me one of those like cute little crooked half smiles. I'm like, oh, hi. <laughs> Hello. A second ago, I was a person, and now I am a puddle. Uh, <laughs> would you Would you oh. like to put your face in between my titties? <laughs> <laughs> you do that a lot. I do. <laughs> All right. We got a response from, oh my god, our lovely Lily. (gasps) Lily. She said, eyebrows on femmies, beards on masks. Mm. Which I dig. I'm also super into, like, body hair. I wish you would go more into depth on that. Eyebrows (laughs) on femmies. Like, don't most people have eyebrows? Maybe just, like, well done, like, predominant. Manicured eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, I dig that. All right. Okay, I have another one for the question from earlier, if that's how you guys do this podcast, because I've never listened to it, and I have no idea what you do. Yes. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) 
So I guess another really good one that's a really non-sexual turn-on is when people wear clothes that are tailored properly. Oh, wait. Yo, I feel that. Regardless of style, if your sleeves are the correct length, if you've matched your clothes correctly so that the patterns fit your body shape, it doesn't matter what shape you are. If you know how to dress... That's it makes you look a thousand times better. Way so better. That's a really good a lot. one. That's way true. I only wear black, so you know. Same. I that. <laughs> well, then you have the problem of the two different tones of black. Oh, that's, that's true. How, where do you put the lighter one on top or on bottom? Depends oh. on your body shape. Like I, I always put the lighter one on top. Mm-hmm. That's good because you have anime titties. Yeah, so that just draws <laughs> attention to your assets. You want My the shadows sets. there. She is wiggling her boobs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Jojo. <laughs> yes. Wait a second. We have a surprise guest. <gasps> Do you want to ask our audience a question? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Um, <laughs> what is the sexiest drink someone could order at a bar? What Ooh. what drink could they order to turn you on? Hmm. Whiskey on rocks. Just hmm. like a straight whiskey. That would be... That would be something for me. I have always been a whiskey person. I am always a whiskey person too, but uh, Long Island iced teas. Ooh, those are good. Yeah. What about you, Miss Fox? Uh, well, I love James Bond. So anytime anybody confidently orders a James Bond martini, like at a bar without quoting anything else, like just leans in and says, I'd like a vodka martini shaken, not stirred with a twist because they know they're quoting the movie. That makes me laugh really hard. And I'm, laughing is the way to turn me on. So <laughs> nice. That makes me happy. Wait, I make you laugh all the time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right, so send in your questions. Uh, you can send them to our, or your answers, your questions, whatever you want. If you want to ask a question on the show, you can send it to lubepod69 at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at lubepod. You can follow us on Twitter at the same name, or you can follow us separately. My Twitter is kevcatislost, so is my Instagram. And mine is jojo underscore pancakes27. All right. And thank you guys so much for listening in. It was KevCat. This is JoJo. And I'm the Foxy Lady. And always remember, (laughs) don't forget the lube.